Right now, it's time to talk netball with Taylor Earle, the Fast Five Fern. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. I've got one really simple question to ask just to start this little yarn off. Who's Taylor Earle? Oh, good question. I would say... <laughs> not the hardest one. Not the hardest one in the world. Oh, it definitely is the hardest one. <laughs> I would say that hopefully... People would probably say Taylor or the netballer, to be honest, but hopefully I'm a little bit more than that eventually. Um, looking at starting as an online PT business, so I have something else going, hopefully, other than netball. All righty, let's, let's, let's take a way back. You're a Rotorua girl and you fell in, you basically yeah. fell in love with netball and, and, and everything's just gone on from there. What was it a, about netball that you went, oh, I, I like this and then you're actually pretty good at it? Yeah, I, I've always been someone to dabble in a lot of different sports and my parents encouraged it. They played a lot of sports growing up, so I was able to get a bunch of gymnastics, basketball, touch, and I think netball for me, it just made the most sense in terms of you know, how I was playing and it just felt natural and I really enjoyed it. All my friends played. And then we had an under-17 tournament. It was my first tournament team. And when I got selected for that, I, I looked around at the girls and it was the likes of Sydney Fraser and Delaney Paul. And I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to be playing at this level. <laughs> do, do you think friends are a big motivator to, to play a sport in particular? Oh, 100%. I am very lucky that I had a good group of about 10 girls uh, back home that played netball, touch, basketball. We all kind of played the same sports, and I think that was just a driving factor because wherever we were, we were together. So I definitely think friends played a big part. Um, I did move up to Auckland, which mm. kind of put me out on my own. I didn't have any friends at St. Kent's to begin with. So I put myself out of my comfort zone. It was challenging, but I think it was good. I've got two daughters, and I've always discovered that when someone is better than anyone else, you always get that side-eye from other girls. Other players, you know, they, they go, oh, you know. Did you get much side-eye when you were suddenly going, oh, actually, this girl's good? Oh, no. I, I honestly love it when <laughs> I play others and that up there. I think that's one reason why I did move to Auckland was that I wanted to be around people that were – way 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 better than me yeah. so I could push myself and try and find spaces of my game and personal growth that I hadn't yet discovered so you know I love being around people that can push me I mean I'm around it every single day at Mystics I'm around it even more at Fern so yeah I love it. <laughs> which, which Where did you get that from mum or dad? I don't know they're both very sporty yeah um, yeah I'm not sure dad's quite practical yeah. So maybe dad, to be honest. Oh wow! I hope, I hope they're not. Mum's not listening in right now because you're you're toast straight straight up and down. <laughs> uh, secondary schools. You, <laughs> you play for New Zealand secondary schools and you and you get, to, you get trips away. You know, offshore. How big a challenge is that for someone that maybe hadn't been offshore? Yeah, it was a big challenge. My first, I guess, tour was in Malaysia. So I made the Aotearoa Māori team in 2015, so before my first debut for New Zealand secondary school. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it was very different, but I just loved it. I loved the idea of the, of the tour. I loved the idea of being around the same group of girls, training with them before you play. And then, I guess, just, yeah, it's just great experience to get overseas, both for netball and also just, you know, personal growth and find out, what a tour looks like, and as soon as I had my first taste of a tour, I just wanted more. Do, do you think Taylor Earl's built, actually just genuinely built, 
for professional netball. You've won two championships already, the ANZ Championships. Do you think this is just who you are at this point in your life? Oh, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I love the idea of being an athlete and I love the impact that we can have on younger generation and other people. So, yeah, I don't know. I definitely think that I am exactly where I need to be right now. And I think that netball was my calling. And I think outside of netball, I'm just trying to figure out where that outside piece lies. But, I mean, I'm 23, so I feel like I've got a little bit of time. But, yeah, I'm really happy with where I am right now. You've talked a lot about personal growth. So I'm going to throw this one in. I was reading a really interesting article about this pre-season challenge you undertook, the 75 hard challenge, right? Can you, can you explain that to me and, and how that's changed you and, and helped your personal growth? Yes, yeah, 75 hard for me. I decided to undertake the challenge. It's basically a set of rules that you follow for 75 days. And it's a challenge made by Andy Frazella, which is about self-discipline. And I think for me, the off-season is a part that I really struggle with because I thrive when I'm with other people training. So... I think for me, I just really needed to have a routine, and I think 75 Hard did that for me, and I thrived in the challenge. I knew I would, but it wasn't really that hard because I knew the purpose of it, and I knew that there were certain trials coming up and everything. So, yeah, for me, I just kind of put my head down and did it. A few of the other girls did it. Amorangi did it as well, and we both found so many um, positives from doing it. I've been looking into doing phase two, but for now I think that I'm just happy with doing the first phase. <laughs> well, you had, you had to drink a lot of water, but I'm, I'm intrigued. It said uh, you had to read 10 pages of a book a day. Now, I'm intrigued yes. as to what that did for you, but what books What books or book did you read? Yeah, I am not usually a non-fiction girl. Mm-hmm. I'm usually a fiction girl, so it was quite different for me, but... I really enjoyed it. I was able to get into a routine of reading while I'm eating my breakfast. And okay. this one book, I talk to pretty much everyone now about this one book. It's by Tim Grover. It's called Relentless. And he worked with the likes of Michael Jordan. And he talks about these different mentalities and mindsets or athletes that he deals with. As, and he labels them as a cooler, a cleaner, and a closer. And basically, a cleaner is your top dog. They're the ones that their mindset is soul-focused on sounds one like, purpose. Sounds like uh, an assassin, the cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing. And I think um, my 75 Heart experience can literally be shaped by that one book. It's probably, I've read other books. I've read Atomic Habits and stuff, but that book really stuck and I always recommend it to everyone. Uh, game changer for you? Oh, 100%. I talked to Rod, um, who's one of the firm's psychs, and... I talked to him about this book and how much of an impact it made me. It just switched my mindset a little bit from, you know, it's easier to be the hunter than to be hunted, and I just don't have anything to lose with netball. So I think for me, just the mindset of just getting out there and playing and putting everything on the line because I'm in such a great position with netball right now, and, yeah, I'm just really grateful. So I just need to make the most of the opportunity while I can. Do you think you're patient? I mean, you must be hanging out for that full silver, silver fern skirt or dress, dress oh, skirt. I mean, yeah, I, I'm just committed to the grind, I think, to be honest. I just love the challenge. I love putting my body on the line and working hard and working form with my team. So, yeah, definitely patience. But at the same time, if it happens, it happens. And 
that's why I think I'm in a really good position right now because I'm just going to give what I can give right now. And if it happens, it happens. Do, do, you, do you think visualisation is a huge part of that, though, for you? Yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't actually thought about visualisation recently. I've just kind of put every expectation or anything that I thought behind me and then every opportunity that just came up, I just took it. So I think that's been the biggest shift from even this season in ANZ to coming out of the season after the challenge. I think that's just the mindset shift, which has been the biggest thing. Has Fast Five given you a taste of what it would be like to be a full fern? Oh, yeah, definitely. And any time you get to wear the fern on your chest, it's a great honour. Um, but, yes, definitely has. It's really cool, the Fast Five campaign and NZ Day campaigns, to get a taste of what an international campaign would look like. Yeah, so I'm really excited and, yeah. Do, do, do you get a feeling, though, you're close? No, I actually don't. I think there's just such a great pool of middies here in New Zealand and everyone wants it, which I think is why it's so rewarding when you do get the opportunity to represent uh, the fern. Mm -hmm. So, no, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't really feel nah. like I'm close, but <laughs> hey. You gave, me, you gave me the year now, nah, but backwards, nah, yeah. So it's a year now nah right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, okay, just what, a couple of things, because we're getting close to Christmas. Uh Next season, uh, Michaela Sokolich-Beetson back, you mate. That would be nice for the Mystics, won't it? Yeah, um, it was good to have Mick back this year as well. She just has a really good head on her shoulders. She's got great experience. She's such a leader. And I think just having someone in your team and in your environment um, is massive. Okay, we're getting to the holiday period. You said you're terrible in the off-season. So what are your cursed <laughs> foods that you can't stay away from over the summer? Oh, uh, we'll have to say chicken tenders. Oh, wow. Tender, Ho homemade? Homemade? Tender. Anything. I just love a chicken tender. You just love a chicken tender. <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a lemonade and a chicken tender with that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And definitely mac and cheese. That's going to be a big one, too. Oh, man. You do, now, do you make your own mac and cheese? That's the key. Um, yeah, mum's here, so mum mum makes mac and cheese. Mum's got the killer mac and cheese. All right, my girl. All I can say is thanks for giving us your time. Have a happy, happy holiday season, and we look forward to you seeing ripping up the courts next year. Thank you, Mary Christmas.